It's 2013 and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Kyle Chisholm, Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need like zip-off, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand Goggles. Welcome to the X-Brand Goggles pre-race PULPCAST here live from St. Louis. You can probably hear the bikes in the background. Practice is just wrapped up for all the seated guys. One practice left. Uh, uh, I'm Steve Mathis. With me is uh, Jason Wygant. Hi, Steve. And uh, Jason Thomas. Hello. Uh, first of all, let's get to the track before we get to, two, before we get to the 450s. Why, uh, Thomas, um, you're not happy. You're not happy with uh, this track. I don't think it's very good. Um, I, 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 think dirt, I, I think the dirt makes it a, bit, a step up from everything we've been on lately. Yes, but that's not really the track. That's not anything that, you know, was they didn't put any thought into that. I just, uh, the track is very, very, very reminiscent to 2007 St. Louis. And I really don't, there's no creativity. There's no way to really come up with a cool idea as a rider on a new line or something. And that's the, that's the things that make the track cool to me is that when the, when the guys get creative, they can make different lines on the track. You can't do that tonight. Uh, the sand section, uh, in the first set of practices, they had sort of a, it bumps on the inside before the finish and then a, a smoother part on the outside. They've gone away with that for the last practice session, which affected the times. And I ask you, why do they do that? And I say, I don't know. Uh, it doesn't it, make it a makes, lot of sense. It makes the third practice. Everything. Everything. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it's not really ideal. Um, I don't know. It's a good question. I, I don't have the answer for it. It's it's really. It's got to be really frustrating if you had a, a great second session, and then maybe right. just everything didn't go perfect in that one. The second one was irrelevant. So, again, probably no passing tonight, or very little passing. You feel? I, I can't really find anywhere where it's going to happen, other than the whoops. The whoops are long, which is a is a plus. That's the direction we need to go. But other than that, and the turns, it's going to be really difficult. Yeah. Uh, well, I think the dirt makes it good. But anyway. Yes. Uh, well, absolutely. The dirt's always great right. here. That. But that's not something that. As a, is progress. That's right, just you right. know happenstance. Uh, Why well, What do you think about the track? Uh, are you upset about this as, as JT, who generally during that whole practice session would every five minutes would mutter, "Nobody's doing anything out there." Right. Yeah, uh, I do concur. Nobody throw anything else in there. There's really not much more I can say. Although I do want to say there was a breakthrough. There was a breakthrough as far as the shape of the first turn. We are looking at a toe being dipped in the water. Ice being broken, JT able to affect and effect change out there. Describe this. Uh, basically, there's a there was a monster tough block in the first turn that I felt, just the way they had it, the way they had it set up, and the angle that it was placed, it was basically going to cause first turn pileups. The guys on the inside would not be able to even lean their bike to start to turn until it was too late. Uh, so yeah, I just had a 15-minute talk with uh, John Gallagher about it after track walk and uh, they you know I kind of convinced them of my view of things and they made some changes and I think it's gonna be a lot better there we go that's how it starts one one small man or one small one giant leap not sure if there's an insult in that's, there or not that's cute yeah uh, no communication is everything uh, if we're ever gonna progress or make 
positive changes, communication's the only way to go about it. So just trying to facilitate that. Um, as far as the track goes, yeah, the dirt's going to make a big difference. Um, I talked to some team guys, and they've totaled up maybe two or three places where you could make a pass. And that's only a could. That's not like this place is great for passing. And I say if you have a track where 80% of it going in will never have a pass, that's probably not a good thing. And you say even with the 90 degrees, they're going to say, hey, the way the, tr the stadium is on, we have to have 90-degree turns. It is possible to make a 90-degree turn more uh, different I feel, that right you, I feel that they can simply, if they take the 90-degree turn, there's rhythm sections after almost every 90-degree turn on this track. Make the inside, make it an inside and outside uh, kind of rhythm down the straightaway after that. Give, a, give people a reason to go inside or outside in that 90. That's, all, you know, that's probably the easiest, easiest way to change that. Give your mom a reason to go inside or outside. I showed, really? I showed Debbie a thing or two. All right. She knows, the ins and she knows the ins and outs of this place all very right. well. Let's get to this. Uh, 450s. Um, first of all, Stewart, the set, third practice was quicker, like we said. Stewart was fastest. Then he went down pretty good. What did you think of his crash, JT? Uh, yeah, just just looked like he got cross-shredded there. Um, I saw a lot of people flirting with those hay bales over there. Mm -hmm. And it just, you know, these, these qualifying practices, guys, are everything they got over the edge. You know, they're riding, yeah. as Trey, Trey Kennard would say, 200%. Um, so just unfortunate you know Stu seems to be willing to push it harder than a lot of guys you know and yeah I think that's a testament to maybe him starting to feel a little bit better too he's willing to push that edge he was uh one uh wait sorry he was two, two tenths. tenths two tenths quicker than Villapoto Wygant um all day long though RV has been on it you can see he's accelerating between the jumps he's uh able to turn inside on the berms I can you notice like there's ruts on the inside he'll go just inside of there he's got traction traction and he's killing it and even though Stewart was faster I think tonight I don't think there's I just see RV as a heavy favorite what do you think yeah I agree um, if anyone stuck five years ago in parlance and thinking oh I know the 450s are so fast they detune these bikes when Villapoto is on watch him ride he is using everything that bike has and if he could get more he would be more than willing to use more there is no fear of how much horsepower that bike has and yeah I feel like Stewart was able to do it here and there but I don't think the things that Stewart were doing maybe are quite as repeatable. Villapoto looks like he'd do that lap all night long, so it's going to be dangerous. But uh, there's still the randomness of the start right now. I mean, it makes these races impossible to predict because the guys are just close enough where even if Villa were to start 7th or 8th, I don't know if he's going to win the race anyway. It's kind of cool to not know who's going to win, but it kind of sucks to know that it might just come down to the first uh, 100 yards instead of who's fastest. Yeah, uh, obviously – Villapoto looks great today. Not, I guess that's not obvious if you're not here, but he looked really, really good. He was doing those low 49s repeatedly every lap, you know, lap after lap, almost like in a race situation. If he gets a good start tonight, look out. He looks really, really good. Um, I, I'm kind of interest, interested to see how this Air Fork situation plays out with, with the added traction. That's going to kind of alleviate some of the Air Fork concerns. So um, that's a little, uh, you know, sidebar to keep interest you know keep an eye on tonight to see if the guys that have been complaining about the air fork you've seen the little crashes if those go away and those guys are more at the forefront than they've been unfortunately everyone at the forefront pretty much runs air forks except jgr guys right well the guys that have been <laughs> complaining more will be yes. further ahead yes. Ooh, well that brings up an interesting subject let's talk about the 2-2 um haven't been able to get him to really say much positive lately maybe that's just me i don't think it is <laughs> <laughs> Will he be a little bit happier, perhaps, after riding on this track? I tried to find every angle 
to give him something positive to say this morning, and he wouldn't take it. Will things maybe be different by the end of the night? I think it's going to help. Okay. I think it's going to help. I mean, racing, there's way too many variables to just say, yes, traction's better, Air Force is going to be better, he's yeah. going to do better. But I think that – His hood was down. Come again? His hood was down. Yes, yep. it was. Um, but I don't think by his attitude really that had anything to do with it. <laughs> but um, The hood was down, the attitude was still up. <laughs> right. Yeah. With still lots of sass. Right. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it'll help for sure. Hopefully he can uh, kind of turn that into a good result. Uh, Millsaps third. Um, Eli Tomac fourth looks good. Tomac was – I predict Stewart will launch that wall jump onto the flat ground, but Tomac beat me to it. He's been, he's been doing it a lot, just railing the turn, launching his CRF up and then landing it flat on the ground. I don't know if, I don't know if you can do that for 20 laps. Hey, no, JT? definitely not. It's more, that was more, it's more of a flyer line. Right. Um, oh. And Villapoto wasn't utilizing that kind of line. Right. He was just putting in race laps yeah. and really fast race laps of that. That was kind of the most impressive thing. Uh, I watched Ryan Dungey three times through the whoops. One of them when he was right behind Villapoto to try to do what Villapoto was doing. And his bike did not look good in the whoops. It was, uh, looked like it was packing and then it was hitting about four from the end. Must be a bigger one. And he was just nailing this, this, this thing four from the end and like kicking him up. I don't think his bike looks that good tonight. Yeah, I've heard uh, he's got some uh, pretty unique settings in that thing. Um, so I'm sure they're going to go back and watch the film. They, I'm sure they saw the same things you did. And, you know, that's that's yeah, another if thing. If I saw it from the press right, box, exactly, they saw yes. it, yeah. And I'm sure they know what to do to improve. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll see. Uh, it, it, there's a lot There's a lot that can happen with settings between then and, you know, yeah. tonight. Uh, Andrew Short, not a good practice for your team, BTO Sports KTM, uh, 18th. Probably not too pumped on that. Um, Wygant, well, when are you finally getting on the Albertson bandwagon? He was ninth fastest. It's his home race. He's got nine Missouri State Championships. His chick is wearing one of his titles, title jackets. Uh, when are you getting on the Albertson bandwagon? Because soon there will be no room. Oh, well. Oh, well. I'll have to live without. I'm not on the bandwagon. I'm not going to be a Fairweather fan. I'm not going to change. When, when, when your gut tells you something, you stick with it, even if you're wrong. So I'm just going to stick with this, even though he was ninth in that practice, which is ahead of a lot of big names. I'm sticking with what I started the year with. No flip-flopping. Um, I'm still holding the mic, so you want me to run this show? Trey Kennard. Trey Kennard went down in the final practice. I don't know if that's the second practice or third, depending on what you want to call it. According to Mathis, third. Uh, he went down. That's never a good sign. It seems like anytime Trey has a problem, at one point earlier in the day, it seems to reflect in a little bit worse of a night. Um, he was okay after that, but I don't think he had quite the same spring in his step. It took a while to get up. And I guess speaking of that, uh, Stewart had a really big crash, which I don't think we even mentioned yet. Have we mentioned yes, that? Yes, we did. We mentioned at the beginning? Oh, he cross-rutted. That's right. Yes. So we'll have to check on him and Stu to see if they're beat up or not. But um, Quiet practices for Millsaps, I thought. Yeah, but I still feel like even in that first time one. But quiet. Nothing yeah. crazy. Just, you know, another weekend. Another I still weekend feel in that front. second one he did exactly what I've seen the last couple of weeks, which is somebody sets a time, he goes out there and knows that he can go in there and pretty much match it. And uh, the Suzuki guys said, oh, sorry, the Rockstar Energy Racing yeah. brand unknown TBA guys said even on his fast lap in the first one, he was second fastest. He kind of lost the front end out of the whoops. They think he could have gone even faster. They feel like he's right there. But... He's still a little bit under the weather. Still dealing with some breathing really? problems. Um, yeah. For people who want to maybe why well, you can inform the listeners. You heard from a person who heard from a person that 
Brian Dungey is Carmichael's pick tonight. He feels yes. like he's riding well. Yeah, I guess uh, Carmichael must have been at his track this week, saw Dungey ride, said he's my pick. I, I wouldn't agree with that from what we saw out here, but Carmichael's right. predicting it before practice begins. Yeah. Um, we'll see. But St. Louis has had some crazy races in the past, and you almost can take only so much out of practice. Yeah. You can see a 10-rider yard sale well, in the first turn. I think it's like any guy winning. Yeah, I yeah. think if Dungey gets the whole shot, He's got a he shot can win. It. He can win yeah, this thing. Exactly. Uh, JT, if Ryan Villapoto, well, let's actually let's get the results first. Let's go to let's go to results. Uh, and obviously, I'm gonna go first. It's my pre-race oh, okay. uh, right. podcast. Uh, Ryan Villapoto first. Davy Millsap second. Chad Reed third. Boom! I just did it. Woo. Yeah, I just did it. I'm gonna put uh, uh, Villapoto and Millsap's first second. I'm gonna put Barsha on the podium. I'm gonna say RV one. Uh, Ryan Dungey two, Davy Millsaps three, but I, I'm, I'm I want to put Chad in third. Um, but he's sure gonna, you do. He's gonna have to prove it to me. He's gonna be better than we've seen. I think. I think he's yeah. He's gonna get a good start and he'll be up there. I think the traction won't be such an issue. So we'll say I'll say third or fourth for Reed. Sleeper pick. I'm gonna go. Uh, sleeper pick. I'm probably I'm gonna go Jimmy Albertson. Can he get top ten tonight? That's 250 times. That won't help you. But uh, can he get top 10, Jimmy Albertson? I think it would be difficult if he – it could be the, the back part of the top 10. It's just so stacked. Um, sleeper pick, I will take Justin Barsha. He's either going to be a win or crash kind of, kind of night. But I, I just don't think he's going to – I think maybe a big mistake from him. But he could be good. He's going to be fast. He's very strong here, history tells us. Well, again, sleeper pick? Uh, a very hard every week to determine who is a sleeper yeah. and what yeah. is a result of a sleeper I don't proving like that a sleeper was sleeper correct. Pick, I know you don't like that. Yeah. But then what result does a sleeper need to get to prove that he was a sleeper? I think there's, you know. Like, I think Weston Pike looks strong to me and he could have a good night. But if he gets, that's a sleeper. But if that he could, gets 13th, are you going to say, dude, that wasn't a sleeper. He got 13th. That's not that good. No, that's good. For Weston Pike, okay. 13th right, is good. All right, that's what I'm going to go yeah. with. Okay. I think there's eight or nine guys that can't be sleepers and everyone else – that means the best a sleeper could do, them. though, is like 10th. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 250 class. Um, Dino, fastest in that in that uh, third set, third practice. Um, but you like you like Wharton. You've mentioned Wharton's name two or three times today. Former winner here. Yeah, here's why. Um, his team did press day, and I figured, oh, it'll be easy to get a hold of him on press day, and we can write the going for the W story on him. So let's get the photos ready. But I was too lazy on Thursday to do it. So I already had the story ready. So I had to do it today anyway. So he's already got the going for the W story. So I need him to come through to make us look smart. JT, that's why. He's picking his winner or his rider to impress off of a story that's already been done before the race. Yes. It's his uh, world-class journalism, yes. folks. Yep. Let's wrap the story. Let's wrap the story around my story that's already been done. That's already been right, written. Right. That's why I named it "Going for the W" because you cannot ask one rider in the pits that would not say they are not going for the W. They are all yeah. going for the W. They it are. doesn't say who's going to get the W. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, JT. I was definitely never going <laughs> okay. for the W. Not in Fair this point. country anyway. That's I, why. That's why people said you were too smart to be a motocrosser. I feel that uh, Wharton came out. His was not strong in practice. The first two rounds, I think he really came out and tried to establish himself. He was the, pretty much the first guy on the track both times. Had fast times early and still fell out of the top three both times. And in the last session, fell back to sixth. So not looking so good for Wharton right now. Uh, Jeremy Martin, 
Can you yeah. believe this guy didn't make the main the first week? It really like, doesn't make sense. That makes no sense. No, with that kind of speed he's shown now, and he's smooth too, it's not erratic like you would think from a rookie. You would yeah. think no matter where he starts in a heat, he should be able to get ninth. Yeah. Yeah, he's on the gas. Um, Will Hahn looked good. Gavin Faith was good. Dalmatian gear. Gavin Faith running yeah, Dalmatian looked gear. Looked fantastic. Yeah, looked Zach great. Bell, seventh. Uh, JT, uh, you may not want to repeat this for this podcast, but can you repeat what you said earlier about a travesty taking place in this 250 East class? Well, we've just been discussing the fact that national numbers will be national number points are now available for the what the coastal regions of Supercross, and I'm just not a big fan of it. I think it's uh, you said travesty. It, it is a travesty. There will be guys that are like there are four. Where do you put this as a travesty? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, starving children in Africa type stuff. Yes. Yeah. Um. All right, probably the less said about this class, the better. Freeze was eighth, Hill was ninth. Thompson took a bad crash in the first practice. He came back to 10th, that's a tough Canadian. Kyle Peters, again, was good. Uh, what else, Why can't? I think... Um, what about the Gully Brothers? We were talking about, yeah, Double Vision Racing. Right. Double Vision. I don't think that's the name of their team this Does, year, but it has been Who's the, the other one besides Adam? Aaron. Aaron. Do you think Aaron feels the same joy that Adam feels when Adam makes the main? When... Adam makes the main and Aaron doesn't. Does Adam feel the same pain of not making the main? Ooh. It's deep, man. It's deep. Ooh. Um, we were talking about the beginning of this East. Who would be the one to take advantage of the, the door being open without a lot of deep competition? I think for sure the guy doing it, and I will give you both credit, you both said it, I think Gavin Faith is the guy doing the best to take advantage of that. He puts himself on the top five, pretty yeah. consistent in practice. He's done it in the races. He's won a heat race. I think he's the guy who might up his stock the most. Uh, by the time this season's done. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Faith is uh, beating Hill and, and yep. Zach Bell, you know, and, and that's yeah, that's good. Those guys are on great teams and great bikes, and I'm sure Gavin's got a decent bike, but I think that says something for him, that he can put them and beat those uh, highly touted rookies. So I have a question. With this Dalmatian gear uh, ruling the Moto Concept semi, can we now nickname Tony Alessi Cruella DeVille? Can we? I nominate it. I like it. I mean, I'll take it. Yeah. I like it. I think, yeah. Maybe we, we can, can get a that. big fur coat like that. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, Tony would have Mike in a fur coat if he felt like it helped his lap times. He would have Maybe Mike on in, the practice, in the, the, the uh, yeah. hot lap. I'd like to see Mike with a dog collar on. A little bit. Let's complete electric it. Electric dog collar. Yeah, the shot electric collar. dog collar. Like a shot collar. Yeah, like goes inside. He should have went outside. Yeah, you just see him like, yeah, yeah. That's probably been done. Let's not even joke. They've probably done that at some That's point. That's a good point, yeah. 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 You're, you're absolutely right. If you do not jump that. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, Kenton Zero was fast. JT overall. Kenton Zero. Yeah. Uh, Kenton Zero? Kenton uh, Zero. I mean, can he, is he a sleeper? I don't know. Uh, he's fast. We, he needs to uh, put it together in the main events. That's really the next step for him. The kid can ride. Just uh, getting the you know the result in the main event is lacking right now. Okay, let's 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 wrap this thing up. We have a newcomer uh, huh? in the 250 East Division making his debut tonight on the notorious number 69. Matt, let's talk about him. Oh, PJ Larson. Oh, yeah. yeah, PJ Larson yeah, yeah. dropping down from the 450 East mm -hmm. to the 1110 mods. Uh, a lot of bike problems in both practices uh, really? for, for for PJ <laughs> and the 1110 team. Oh, um, you know they they definitely were they're working out some kinks I guess. And PJ was. Third fastest in his practice, which was the unseated. I don't know what that puts him overall. I don't think that's where you want to be. 
If you're PJ third faster than the unseeded of right. this 250, well, I don't think, I think it's cutting it. Well, I think his track time was limited. Okay, yeah. due to my problems. But the good yeah. news was he was signed up. Yes. So that's one step at a time. We're, we're building. One step um, at a time. Canari also on NFAB Yamaha this week, which we knew, but mm -hmm. he's on basically the same bike, just new graphics, so it's not like it's a whole new adjustment. Chisholm, meanwhile, says big upgrade. He did? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Okay. Good grapevine, yeah. Uh, JT, give me your results tonight, TVD East. TVD East, Wilson, Musquin, Han. <laughs> Shocker. Okay, I'm going to go Mus. I'm going to go Wilson, Han, Muskan. <laughs> Wharton going for the W, baby. <laughs> You're Wharton. Wharton, yeah. Number one. Wharton. Bringing the 13 to victory lane. Uh, then I'll go Wilson and Han. Yeah. All right. This has been the X-Brand Goggles pre-race podcast here from St. Louis. Listen to this and uh, uh, follow our Twitter tonight because that's the only time way you're going to follow the race. And uh, watch it tomorrow on CBS slash speed. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>